If somebody had told me during that dark, very, very bleak hour that in five short years that I would be making well over six figures, I probably would have laughed and then I probably would have cried. I want people to know that this is not just a business. I mean, this is a way that we get to um, serve and it's incredibly fulfilling. So I think that's what sets us apart from so many people is the fact that we do a lot of giving. We have a lot of giveaways, but you know, it's really just to put smiles on people's faces and we just really love people at a core. And um, I think our business shows that. Hello and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Shulseth. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Agent Podcast. Today I'm here with my friend Angel coming to us out of Nashville, Tennessee. Angel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. So why real estate? Well, real estate, just jumping right in, has been absolutely transformative for my husband and I. We are a military veteran family. My husband and I are both agents. So our story starts a little while back. My husband was military. Um, he was medically separated and, you know, honorably medically separated at the end of 2010. And, you know, we just found that we were looking for a new start, you know, like many people separating out of the military. We stumbled for a few years, you know, trying to find different jobs and different things like that, you know, because sometimes the transition into uh, the civilian world can be challenging. And even though we had savings and things like that, it was challenging to just find our place, you know, back home. And so we moved back to Tennessee because Tennessee is home. This is where our story began. And um, so my husband had a really good job. You know, he was doing, you know, satellite installations, really hard physical labor job. So we found ourselves, you know, um, just really not satisfied with the way things were going. And in 2016, we had one child already. That was about a year and a half old. And we found out that he had had a really terrible car accident about 10 to 12 days before my second child was born. So it's a very terrifying phone call. So this is just leading right up to real estate. And it was a very terrifying phone call to wake up, you know, from a nap just right there those last few days before you have a child and your second child. And you have somebody on the other line telling you that your husband's been in a very terrible car accident and, you know, that he's being taken to an ambulance. The condensed version of that was we had a brand new vehicle two months off the lot. Um, we had a new work for, you know, um, self-employed business where he was doing these uh, satellite installations. Like I said, great money, very physical. And we were a single income family. And in the blink of an eye, we lost all of our income. We lost a new vehicle. We lost all of our investment into the tools and resources to get that business off the ground. And 10 short days later, we had a second child come. And so I'm very thankful that he came out of that okay now, but at the time, you know, he had some pretty, pretty bad injuries. Um, but a few short days later, he was able to come home and it was a long road to recovery. And I was convalescing at home, you know, now. So we were a hot mess. We'll just tell you that when you've got basically two kids under, you know, two and a half years old, and then you're recovering from having a baby. And then you've got a husband who's recovering from this terrible car accident. So I don't say that to 
get pity, but I tell people like it was very real and it was a very dark time in our life. So we worked our way through that. We recovered, you know, we, we picked ourselves up basically from the bootstraps. And then um, my husband found his way into real estate. We, he had always wanted to work for himself. So that was one way that we tried, just did not work out. And so he got his license and he worked his way through that. Um, couldn't quite find the right fit for him at that time. I was not yet in real estate. And so fast forward a little over a year or so, a couple of years, um, he came to me and he just said, Angel, you know, because I have an administrative customer service professional background working for an IT company. And so that's some of my professional background. And I'm very personable. I love working with people. Um, I always tell people I'm their biggest cheerleader. And he came to me and he just said, I really think that you would be excellent in real estate. Have you thought about it? And I said, yeah, I've thought about it. So I basically just jumped in, you know, um, with arms wide open and got my license. And so then we launched our brand in 2020, sorry, 2020. So that was right before COVID hit. And um, so we literally got licensed right at the pinnacle of when the world stopped turning pretty much. And um, if you are anywhere around Tennessee, or if you, if it, you remember, it made national news, but we had about seven tornadoes rip through Tennessee, March of 2020. So it was literally insane. But we trudged through. And in the beginning of 2021, so this last year, so pretty much a year ago this month, I made the move to Keller Williams. And I never looked back. And it, it literally, I can't even quantify how it has transformed my husband and I's life. Um, the fact that there's leadership training, there's mentorship. Hey, can, I, can I pause you there for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. I want to unpack a whole bunch of stuff before we get into KW yeah. and why you chose KW. Yeah. That is a lot of stuff. I know it's a lot of information. Very, very short time. You know, it's one thing to be transitioning back to civilian life. So were you both in the military? No, no, I was, okay. I tell people I was married to the military. <laughs> okay. So you were married to the military. Your husband yes. was in the military. Thank you yeah. for your service. Thank you. Um, but that, that transition to civilian life is hard enough on its own, right? Absolutely. You compound everything else that you guys were going through mm -hmm. and everything else that happened with, you have one child, you're pregnant with a second, your husband gets in a near fatal car accident. Yep. Yep. He comes home you have to hold all this together as he's recovering, Absolutely. as you're recovering while you're nurturing a brand new baby, let alone keeping a toddler, you know, happy, satisfied, entertained, whatever. It's not all unicorns and rainbows. So no. where, how, who, the mentality, right? The, because it's mindset, like it is, you have to get up every morning and make a conscious decision that today is either my friend or it's my enemy. And yes, some days it's going to be your enemy. Some days it's going to be your friend. But if we lean towards the side that the universe is my friend, not my enemy, yeah. more so than not, Absolutely. theoretically, you're going to have a good life. How did you do that? Where did you learn? How did you adapt those skills? Were you learning as you were doing? Like, I think for everybody listening, the one thing that I've constantly noticed about real estate and real estate agents is you go to school, you get your license, and then it's sink or swim. 
right? Absolutely. It's not that much different than life that words don't teach. You learn by doing, you learn by experience, but it is every day a mindset game. So can we talk about that a little bit and like how you guys got through that both individually and together and how your relationship grew into what it is today with the business that you have? Absolutely. So, you know, just being raw and real here for a second, that that was an extremely dark time. You know, we have luckily, you know, we live very close to family. So there was a lot of, you know, just calling it what it is, you know, financial support from family during that time. You know, we were just very fortunate to have that network because this was not a fender bender. This was, this was really serious. So we were able to basically, you know, rely on our faith. We have a faith background. We had a network. We had a church family. We had family that just really rallied behind us, you know, and there was a time there was, there was a little bit of time before we got, I mean, we didn't just go like, Hey, you know, have that and then go straight into real estate. We had several few jobs there in between, you know, things to try to pay the bills and things like that. But we were constantly looking for what was our calling? What was something that, you know, we, and we had thought about real estate for many years, but it was just kind of always, you know, in the back. And finally, you know, my husband, when he had gotten his license and when he had done that, you know, um, he didn't quite find his right fit. And then that's when he encouraged me to get in there. But I would say from this was now 2016 when this happened. So I will jump, do a little bit of a jump forward and then go right back to it. So um, I am with Keller Williams. It's been just transformative. So I, at the end of January, or excuse me, the end of December, 2021. So just here this last month, I completed a um, Keller Williams branded training for leadership, mentorship, and that kind of thing. It's a super intensive seven week course called Bold. And I completed that and you go every week on the same day, every week to this big conference room with about a hundred other agents. And, um, it's just a crash course of building your business, your mindset, um, your family and all of these different things. And these just, I call them like the spokes on a wheel and they address all these different areas of, you know, your business and how it can affect your life. And there was one quote that stood out to me from our bold coach. Um, his name was Dusty. And I'm actually still wearing my bold pin right here. And he said, Gary Keller says you can be anywhere you want to be in five years. And I remember because I was furiously taking notes. I love to take notes. And I heard that, and this was now 2021. And I thought about it and I went, I literally just like had this moment in the middle of the bold room in downtown Nashville with all these other agents. And I was like, that car accident was five years ago. So if somebody had told me during that dark, very, very bleak hour that in five short years that I would be making well over six figures, I probably would have laughed and then I probably would have cried. I, I That was just a huge transformative moment for me at the end of 2021 when I completed that. It was right before Christmas, right before we started this year. And that moment of reflection is such a, a humble place for me. I'm incredibly grateful. I'm probably one of the most grateful people there is because of our story. And because of, you know, kind of like the Phoenix rising and the things that we've had to overcome, getting out of the military, finding our way. And then we had this other huge stumbling block. So there was some, you know, my husband, you know, he went through some 
you know, challenging times, you know, it was, I can't say, I can't lie and say that it was all easy at times, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, but you know, we have that resolve that we believe that each one of us were put on this earth for a certain reason. And as long as each one of us have breath, that our purpose in this life is not done. And so it was just that constant hope that there is a better future. And then of course, as a parent, when you look into the eyes of your little kids, you know, it doesn't matter how bad your day is. You're going to figure out that you still have some fight left in you. And so gradually those days that were harder turned into days that were a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And then of course we, you know, uh, embarked on our real estate journey. And um, that has just been explosive for, for our family as far as it has changed our trajectory, where our trajectory based on all these things that have happened to us. And some of it I can say is life choices. We all make mistakes. You know, um, I can't lie there, but our trajectory went from like here to now up here. And it was just sheerly a, a shift in our business, our career, our mindset, and the business that we chose to partner with. So I hope that kind of shed some light on where we were in kind of a Reader's Digest version, if you will, um, kind of those five years. <laughs> no, I love that. Thanks for sharing. I think there's a couple of things, right? There's a, a saying that says, what's the first thing you do when you find yourself in a hole? You stop digging, right? And sometimes mm -hmm. that's the hardest part is to stop digging when you're in survival yes. mode. Like I know I've been yep. there and find myself absolutely often because of either a wrong choice or I put myself in a bad position. And then Les Brown has another saying that says, if you get knocked down and you can look up, you can get up, right? And that, mm -hmm. that's a decision. It's a choice to do that. Yes. And for me, that's what kids do, right? Like that's my why is I just want to provide something so invaluable, not just in the terms of wealth and legacy, but yes the ability to make a decision and have whatever life you want. Um, because I'm a big believer in what Gary Keller says, that in five years, you can be wherever you want. You just have to decide and make that choice and be willing to make the sacrifice to get there. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's major sacrifice. Sometimes it's not. It just depends on what yeah. you're trying to do and where you're trying to go. So I understand your mindset and what drives you and your why. What about your husband? Yes. How did he fare through all of this to get to where you guys are today? Um, it definitely was a challenge at times, you know, until I made that jump full-time into real estate. So I actually did not get full-time into real estate until August of last year. Um, I was just a part-time agent. And then in August of last year, we made a very bold move and we decided to fire my husband from his um, crane mechanic job that was very physical, very you know demanding, um, was not where he wanted to be, made good money, but it just, it was, it was too hard on him. And, um, so we made that shift here. And so now he has more of a home role, getting to manage our transactions and more of the back end paperwork. And he gets to take a more active role in our kids' lives. And that has just been a huge gift for him. But during that time, I definitely think for him, it was, you know, of course, he's not here to tell you, but based on what I saw him go through, it was definitely a day by day process of literally choosing, am I going to be a victim or a victor? And, you know, we're all are human. I can't say it was always just you put your feet on the ground every day and 
You just think, okay, I'm just going to crush this day. There are some days that we're more like, I'm going to keep my eyes above water and just get what I need to get done. And then those days turn a little better. And then you get your chin above water and then, you know, it gets a little better and a little better. So it's just, it's, it's time and it's putting one foot in front of the other. And it's like our pastor says, you know, um, he has a quote and he says, just keep making the next right choice. So it doesn't matter the bad choices you made that were even five minutes ago, or even the circumstances that may have happened to you that weren't even your fault. Like this accident was in, was not at my husband's fault. You know, that could have been just five minutes ago. It's making the next right choice. And that's what we concentrated. So there was, there was a time during those five years that, um, a lot of trudging through what I call the financial sludge of the repercussions of that and building our life back up. And, uh, it was definitely, I would say a day by day choice. And, but now moving forward to, 2021, you know, when he made that jump full time. So now this is all we do is real estate. You know, we call ourselves the Thompson team. You know, we're a military veteran, husband and wife team. And that has just been absolutely pivotal for our business. Our business has literally just blossomed since then. I mean, it was blossoming at the beginning of 2021 when we made a shift to Keller Williams. But, you know, I was crushing real estate, so to speak, for a newer agent and only doing it part-time, you know, because my kids would be in childcare a few days a week. And on those days that those kids were in childcare, I was booking all my appointments. And as soon as those kids were dropped off, I was hightailing it and doing this. And then my husband was working. And on those days, you know, he knew, he just knew when he worked at his crane mechanic job prior to August, when, you know, he resigned that he just knew don't ever plan anything after work because there's a high probability that Angel has probably scheduled some sort of real estate appointment and she's going to probably meet me at the office and drop the kids off with me and then hightail it out of there to an appointment. So we hustled like crazy in 2021 because of what we have gone through. So just being really raw and real here, I think part of my hustle was the result of a trauma response to what happened. Um, Military, you know, being medically discharged, and, you know, having the car accident and just, you don't ever want to go back to that place again. And you, and you see your children and you've got a big why and you want to build a future. But part of it, my secondary reason of why I love real estate so much is serving people, you know, because I, I deal with a lot of first time home buyers or relocations and I am incredibly passionate about seeing people break that rental cycle and come into home ownership. And sometimes they're not ready, whether it's a financial or a credit, or they've got to get a few things in order to be ready to buy. And I've walked alongside those people sometimes for months. And when you finally get to that place where you can actually hand them the keys of their closed home, it's just there's nothing greater. There's nothing greater than that. So real estate is the business that keeps on giving back to me. And it's surely not even a monetary thing at times. Yes, I tell people, this is how we pay our bills because we all have bills. However, my heart, if your heart is in the right place and you have a heart to serve people and love people like they've never seen before, the business and the income follow. I don't have to worry about it. So I just try to keep my motives pure and, you know, check your ego at the door. (laughs) 
I love that. Yeah, that's great. We'll have to have your husband on here next time. I think that'll be fun. Absolutely. I think that would be a great perspective there. So we talked a lot about how you got to where you are, why real estate, going through trauma, surviving, dramatic Mm -hmm. stuff, family life, all of that. Let's dive into your business a little bit. Okay. How So you guys are a husband-wife team. I understand he kind of runs the back end. You run the front end. Yeah. Why Keller Williams, first of all? So Keller Williams, we started at a different brokerage and we were just craving something, um, a little bit more growth and more opportunity. So when we chose Keller Williams, you know, we had our own fears and hesitations like anybody. But for us, when I finally got the information and they laid it out and I saw what I was going to get, I was like, this is a no brainer. And, you know, just the technology alone, you know, that we get to have access to that helps us with our transactions, to our paperwork, to the training, to making sure that all of our deals are put together properly. I mean, our technology, I feel like, you know, is probably a multi-million dollar program in and of itself. Just the theme, we call it command. So all my Keller Williams agents will know what I'm talking about. It's called command. That thing is so powerful. When you first start, it's kind of like taking a drink of water through a fire hose. You know, you have to start a little slow. And, you know, once you realize what it can do for you between marketing, managing your paperwork, to submitting your offers, you know, to getting paid, you know, and all of these different things that can help you and even tie into social media campaigns, everything. And I don't have to think about it. I can just open it up and it'll um, give me the things I need to do. Uh, The leadership opportunities, because of my personal experiences, um, I have some desires to do leadership training, mentorship, and public speaking. And I eventually want to write a book about some of the things that we've gone through. And, and, you know, maybe my story can be a little bit of a survival guide for somebody else. And so just moving to Keller Williams and them seeing the potential inside of me and them embracing that, it has literally, you know, echoed into all the areas of our life. I mean, we did the bold training, which was a super intensive course, you know, the technology that we have, the ongoing training in the market centers, the mentorship. I just don't think there's anybody that quite has that all mastered and figured out. And you don't have to have a big desire. You can go there and just say, I just want to be a solo agent. Or you can say, I want to go here and I want to scale a mega team. And I love the fact that they can rally beside you and they can help you figure out exactly how to get from point A to point B based on your goals, not theirs. And so I just, yeah, I'm glad I never looked back. It's just been a great, great place for us to land. And we are just so thrilled. They have me teach classes um, occasionally on lead generation and for newer agents. So that has been incredibly humbling. And I feel so honored that, you know, our brokerage has asked me to do that. And yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. You know, what we love about where we're at. I love it. Thanks for sharing. How do you guys structure your day? So, you know, you guys have your family dynamic, you have kids Mm -hmm. at home. How do Mm -hmm. you use your time? On a, on a typical day? Well, I, mean, so like, I, should, I should... What's a, what's a typical day? I'd love to hear that, right? You awesome. wake up, you work out or not, you have <laughs> the kids to school. 
what's yeah. a typical day look like and where are you investing your time? Okay, that's awesome. I love that. So a typical day for us is I start out with lead generation. I try to get that in first thing in the morning, whether that's, you know, reaching out to my database, leads that have come in, people that I've been reaching out to. I try to make those calls, make those touches, you know, the first few hours of the day. Now, sometimes I have to reorganize it based on other pressing things. If I've had a certain appointment or something come up that I can't change, but I try to get that done first thing in the morning. My husband takes care of more of the, you know, the the kids and, you know, the homeschool or the private tutoring that we engage in. And then, um, you know, I will have appointments usually in the afternoon. Sometimes they'll offer training classes or I'm teaching classes at our market center in the Nashville area. And then the rest of it is usually just all appointments as needed, building relationships with other agents, um, building partnerships with great vendors, um, or meeting actual clients, going to showings and things of that nature. And then the great news that I feel so honored is that, you know, if I do have a client that gets going, um, I can just usually call my husband up and be like, okay, we're ready to write an offer or I'm getting ready to list this property. Go ahead and get their, their profile all set up, get their paperwork started. So he definitely makes my life so much easier. So making sure that all that tedious stuff done in the background is taken care of. So I would definitely say the most important thing for us, you know, I tell anybody, regardless of whatever brokerage you're at or anything, if you're a realtor, your primary responsibility is lead generation and to make sure people know how you can service them. Because at the end of the day, they're attracted to who you are. So the people that I attract, you may not attract and vice versa. We all have a different skill set. We all have different circles and a database and different friends. And those are the people that are going to gravitate towards us. And so that's some of the reasons why we structure our day the way we do is, you know, keeping lead generation priority. We firmly believe that Realtors who succeed at a very, very high level. And we've got some tremendous goals that we're trying to crush this year. Um, you know, we want to serve over 40 families this year. And in order to do that, I have to have a really solid foundation, the lead generation to support it. And then we're going to probably be bringing on some team members this year as well. Um, so we try to keep lead generation, you know, first and foremost. And, you know, I always tell people money's in the follow up. So follow-up is super important. And then, you know, doing appointments. Um, and also, you know, something that I'm currently working on that I've learned about is what we call script practice. And um, that is where you can partner up with other agents in your office. And you can basically just start bouncing scenarios off of each other to learn how to have that posture in front of clients and things like that too. So it's just constantly sharpening your skills. And then I'm obviously a big podcast person and I travel a lot, log a lot of miles. So I like to listen to podcasts and you know that's how I like to keep nourishing myself as far as the education piece. Do you guys do any advertising? We actually do most of our advertising through social media and most of it's really organic. Um, we do have some paid advertising that we do there. Um, but a lot of our business comes from, you know, organic social media marketing, in-person, you know, face-to-face interactions and now referrals. So, you know, that is something that we we're really we believe that the quality of these leads and these people coming into our lives is a direct reflection of how we get to interact with them. And so I would much rather meet people in person and at events and things like that. So have you read the book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary? I'm currently working on it. Currently working on it. 
Yes. So are you at uh, the place where he talks about the one, three, five model of like goal setting? No, not yet. Are you at that? Okay. Not we'll yet. come back to that on the next podcast. Um, Absolutely. I love that concept, the one, three, five model that he has. And I actually created my own version of it that I give to my clients on how to actually set it. I'll text it to you when, when we're all done with this. That would be um, great. Okay. What am I not asking about your business that I should be that is maybe unique or that you guys have a different approach to or something that you're really proud of? I would say we have a slogan and that is, you know, clients once, you know, friends for life. And I really think going through this bold training, we've always been very genuine at the core. And I think a lot of people who've experienced a lot of life, you know, military or just just different things in, in general, I think they bring a certain level of empathy that may not be matched anywhere else. So one thing that sets me apart is I'm incredibly enthusiastic. I really love people at a core. And I really think that that is what keeps people wanting to come back to us for repeat business. Because we've already had referrals, you know, different things like that is because we are different in the fact that I don't want to buy, help you buy a house or sell a house. And then you never hear from me ever again. You know, most of our clients, we form a really, really tight bond with them. You know, for example, Tennessee had some crazy weather um, in the end, uh, mid-December. We actually had warm weather come in and we actually had literally tornado warnings and things like that. And it was very unfortunate for certain areas. And um, there was one evening, a couple weeks before Christmas, that this, this happened and we stayed up kind of late and the alarms went off on our phones. We got the kids, put them in the closet. And my husband is standing out by the front door. He's trying to see like, okay, is it going to get real, real here in a second or not? And I have my phone and I'm texting a bunch of people and he comes in there. He's like, who are you texting at two o'clock in the morning? And I said, I'm reaching out to all my clients. I said, we've got clients around here. They're in the direct path of this. And I was reaching out to, gosh, it was probably eight to 10 clients. And I was just like, I need to know that you're okay. Make sure that you're up, be in your safe space. I want to know that you're okay. Please tell me if you're okay. And they were texting me back. Every, you know, thank goodness all my clients were safe. You know, their homes were fairly safe considering what happened. It missed them all. And um, a couple of days later, I got a phone call from one of my clients. And she said, Angel, thank you for reaching out to me. She's like, if you hadn't reached out to me, I wouldn't have woken up for the alarms. And so um, because I reached out to her, and I'm not saying that just like to give an award to me, it was just that kind of made me scared when I heard that. But I was so grateful, the fact that I reached out to her, um, you know, and then uh, I think it just goes to show that we love people well beyond the end of the transaction you know, and we want to be that person that they come to for life. So I really think it just boils down to, you know, if you just boil it all the way down, it boils down to really loving that person at a core. And, you know, when people feel like you genuinely really actually love them and their well-being, this goes beyond fiduciary. But like, you know, just, are you okay? Like, you know, if you've had COVID, like, can I drop some things off on your doorstep? Just, just anything. I want people to know that this is not just a business. I mean, this is a way that we get to um, serve and it's incredibly fulfilling. So I think 
that's what sets us apart from so many people is the fact that we do a lot of giving. We have a lot of giveaways, but you know, it's really just to put smiles on people's faces. And we just really love people at a core. And I think our business shows that, you know, that why we can scale the business that we've scaled in a fairly short amount of time is because it's not just that Angel is the best negotiator. Angel writes the best contracts. I'm very proud of all those things. And I've got certain tactics that we use, but I think it's the fact that we just, we just really love the ability to serve. You know, we consider it a really high honor what we get to do. And I think this goes back to what we originally talked about. When your motives are pure, the money follows. Because people can sniff out a fake a mile away. They can sniff you out a mile away. And be a good human. You know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's it it really is true, you know, and that's one of the reasons that we get such strong referrals. And when people refer people to us and our, our reviews are great. Because when people come to us, they're just like, this is, you know, this isn't like what I've had before. And I just tell them, I'm just like, I want to be the first and hopefully the last realtor and friend in this area that you ever have to deal with. I just, you know, I want to be here for you. I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'd I'd love to unpack something. What words of wisdom would you give to somebody else that is a either a husband-wife team or has Mm -hmm. some type of partnership in the real estate business? What are some things that have really worked for you guys that you'd like to pay forward? I would think the biggest piece of information that has, at least for the husband and wife piece, is realizing that you are two separate individuals. But at the end of the day, we kind of, um, going back to kind of like a five-year thing. It's a, it's a different five-year quote, but if it doesn't matter in five years, don't waste more than five minutes being upset about it. So, you know, if you're married, that's one layer. And then you add a business, that's another layer. And it can be a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so we really rely on the fact that when we built our team, we played into each other's strengths. And so you know, my strengths are definitely the customer facing, the psychology of presenting the offer, the negotiations, the all of the client interaction. That's my specialty. My husband, therefore, is military, much more, you know, charts and graphs, very methodical. And so he really enjoys making sure that all the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted, quite literally, and making sure that all of that fleshes out. And so making sure that we put him in a position that suits his natural gifts and we put me in a position that naturally suits my gifts is the best way to do that. And um, so we we have some personality assessments that we both have taken. Um, because and we really need we've really actually we're going to go in a slightly different direction. And then after taking those and really getting some some uh input from our broker, we were like, no, we need to have my husband stay more in a um office administrator, office management role, and me more as the primary agent. And then as we scale, we'll still keep that model, but just build people down from there. Um, because that best suits him and it best suits my personality type. So don't try to, you know put people into a place that is not their natural gift. I mean, we all need to learn and expand our abilities, but, you know, not putting somebody in 
a place that they don't naturally, you know, have a skill set or it's just not their natural strengths. Cause we all have natural abilities, but I, but I firmly believe are God given abilities. And, um, when you harness those, then you can rise to your fullest potential. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing for us. And that's something I would hope could pay forward to somebody else if they're considering working together is, you know, because originally we wanted him to be the primary and me to be behind him because he was the military. And we were trying to go behind that, but we realized we're still husband and wife. We're still a military veteran realtor team, but I was better suited out in the public and he was better suited in more of that office management role. And together it's been super complimentary. I mean, we don't, you know, we're not perfect. We don't always see eye to eye, but um, we realize at the end of the day, if our goal is the same, you know, this is good for husband and wife. If your goal is the same, then don't argue over, you know, the details and the execution. Come to some sort of middle ground and just move on if you can. I love that. Okay, Angel, I want to be conscious of your time. Thank you for this. This has been an amazing conversation. Uh, thank you for thank all the you. wisdom. Thanks for sharing your story. And I look forward to doing yes. this again with your husband. Awesome. That would be wonderful. It's been my joy to be on here. I really appreciate you inviting me and I'm really glad to know you and thank you so much. Likewise. The last thing I'm going to ask you is where can people find you? If someone wants to reach out, if they're looking for a resource, where can people find you? Yeah. So, I mean, we were heavy on social media. So we're on Instagram and Facebook. Our handle is at team Thompson Nashville. Um, that's on Instagram and Facebook. And then my TikTok handle is um, Angel Nashville. So people can find me there. And um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of our resources, our contact information, all that good stuff there. You know, my website is also angelthompson.kw.com. So they can also reach out to me there. Um, so, yeah, I'm always happy to answer any questions. I've gotten a lot of questions recently from new people getting into the industry and they want to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so I always tell them, you know, what we've learned and how it's been transformative for our lives. So yeah, if anybody ever wants to reach out, I'd be happy to talk to them. All right, guys, don't be shy. She offered, go ask. <laughs> that sounds great. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Ray's Conversation with Angel. After the interview was concluded, Angel continued sharing insightful and riveting stories. Here's some highlights from that chat. My husband and I have worked really hard. We've been married now 17 years this month. We got married super young. And we looking to make those connections with other couples that are around the country. We're hoping to go to Keller Williams Family Reunion, which is in Orlando next month. I don't know if my husband will get to go, but I'm I'm going to try to get me to go. Yeah. And you know, like COVID, it was crazy. I mean, it almost killed my mother. Um, she just got out of the hospital on Christmas day after being in the hospital for 77 days. And there was a time and a place that, um, she, it was, it was touch and go. They called us cause she was in Missouri and they called us and they were like, we're going to intubate your mother. Cause my mother, just be honest, my mother's 77 or well, she's going to be 77 this March. So my mother's quite a bit older for somebody my age you know, she had me very late in life. And so it was very touch and go there for a minute. And the doctors called us and actually my brother called me because he was the point of contact. And, and he was like, Angel, he goes, they called and they said they're going to intubate her. And we knew that would potentially kill her. And then I guess for whatever reason, they decided right there that last split, split second not to do it. And um, she, yeah, there was about 
five to six days where it was literally touch and go moment by moment. We did not know she was going to make it. And I was just in the middle of showings and all of this is October, just 2021. And um, then by November, started getting a little less serious. She had one decent day and one little bit better day and one slightly better day, like in because of her age, you know, it was just like micro steps. And so on Christmas day, not to be too much into symbolic, you know, symbol, uh, symbols. She literally is going to be 77 this coming March. And she got out of the hospital on her 77th day. So, um, I thought that was kind of crazy. And it was Christmas day. She got to go home, you know, with my sister. So she's still convalescing. I haven't seen her, um, physically, um, cause we're still trying to keep her not around a lot of people right now because of her age sure. yeah, um, and things. Yep. Yeah. So that's been hard, but Thank God for technology and FaceTime and Amen. and all of that. Yep. So, yep. So we're we're incredibly fortunate. So, you know, COVID's COVID's stolen a lot from people, but it also has given a lot of people. One thing it has given us, I will say this because we're now not on the podcast, is it's given us the ability to be super real with people. Just to be completely honest, like, I mean, yes, there's a certain, we all need to be professional when we're helping represent a client, buyer, seller, tenant, whatever. But I I think gone are the days of having to be too polished, you know, the three-piece suit and the shoulder pads and the tassel loafers, I you know. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> I think that so, it's allowed more authenticity than anyone could have ever anticipated. Absolutely. And because of that, it's opened up options for, for people. And, yes. you know, I think it's hard for a lot of people don't, you don't grow up learning how to figure out who you are or what your identity is, right? Like most, most of us, I don't care what age you're at. I think it's, it's just now starting to change the mentality but we are all programmed that there's this expectation. You should do this. You should do that. And that is, is changing where people are understanding more of what they feel they want to do. And, you know, we're in a world now where the options are endless. You can literally design a piece of art, mint it, put it on the internet and sell it for $250,000 and have 30 copies of a JPEG with NFTs and all this crazy stuff that's happening. And now we're getting into virtual real estate. Like, you know, like, what does that even mean? You know, I, like, I, I know that it's like, what am I doing? Buying a piece in like the Roblox city or something, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But it's so interesting and the opportunity is endless. But I agree that COVID has given us a gift of authenticity to some extent, and that if people yep. can capitalize on that, everyone's going to be way better off down the road. Yeah. You know, you're going to find your people, you're going to connect with your people, these different things will start happening. Well, and I think that it's caused us to get straight to the point a lot quicker, you know, cutting through the fluff. And also, it has given, like, for example, you know, most of the time, you know, I try to dress really nice when I go show homes. Like I try to dress on the nicer side. Now, if somebody, so I live in Tennessee. Now, if somebody's looking at farmland and we're going to be trudging through mud, then obviously I'm going to dress appropriately with the boots and all of that. But typically I try to dress really nice. And then there was one day I had a buyer because still really a hot market in Tennessee for, for buyers. And she, they texted me and they were like, um, we want to go see this property. 
And I literally had just gotten out of an evening yoga class. And it was like eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock by the time we got to the property, you know, middle of, you know, September, October, and it was dark. And um, I said, now do you mind? I'm gonna be in yoga clothes. It's like, you know, eight o'clock at night, don't showing a property. And she they were like, they said, Oh no, don't worry about it. We're gonna be in pajamas. <laughs> and they did straight up we showed up to they were in their pajamas slippers and everything oh God, and awesome. um with their young child ready for bed and then here i am in yoga clothes and obviously that's rare but you know i, I think it's real that people people absolutely they love that and so um that's what i don't know if it's the right way but that's how we've built our brand is just really loving people and just having integrity because literally our bold coach he just said he he told everybody and the reason why we take bold we're going now into keller williams the reason why they scheduled bold to start in october and end in december because it was seven weeks on purpose they did that because most people most agents are kind of like grizzly bears they go to sleep for winter and when they wake up in the spring they're hungry and grouchy and ready to devour everything in sight so as my husband calls it, we got to be kind of like, they call it the winter bear, the one that sleeps and eats and works during the winter. And um, so they scheduled that on purpose to help people ignite their business to go into 2022. And it literally, in December, it was like pouring lighter fluid on my business and lighting it on fire. Just, I, I embraced that. all the principles full on. And then and nothing was really rocket science. It was really all just changing your mindset, changing the motive, and embracing boldness. And I mean, I was doing things I'd never done before. I was actually a leader, a team leader at Bold because we had little teams. And um, what you talked about, a day in life of an agent, they still stay in contact with me, some of the, my team members from that Bold training course. And they're like, Angel, can I come and shadow you one day? I just want to see what you do as an agent. And I'm just like, and I, I, I literally have only had my license since February of 2020. That's it. You know, and so it's not saying that I'm better or even doing more volume than some other people who've gone behind me, but for what I've had to deal with, and I literally was only part-time from January to August. And I also capped because that's, that's a Killer Williams thing. Um, I capped. So I've been on a hundred percent commission since middle of August and I'll be that way through the end of this month. My cap resets on my anniversary and that's been a tremendous gift as well, too, because my last place, there was no cap. You're just, your split goes on for forever and ever. And so I think that they've, they really have seen something. So especially people who are going to move and shake in real estate, Keller Williams is the place to be. But um, we've just been, I've never made this much money in my entire life. And it's, it's, it, I still have to, it's still a shock factor for me at times. Cause we were blue collar. We made decent money at, t- at different peaks in our life, but it was never to this kind of level, you know, and to put aside the money that we put aside, I- I'm just, you know, it's just crazy, you know? Well, congratulations so, to you guys. Yeah. It's, I don't ever want to forget where I come from. So that's, yeah. that's the main thing is, I really work hard to try not to be egotistical. So um, I'm very cognizant of that because um, I know at any moment. Job. Well, thank you. Yeah. I know at any moment things could be taken away from me, you know? And so um, I just really try to try to em- embrace that 
you know, really try to check your ego at the door because I've seen a lot of people who they do start to taste success and then they let it, you know, build up and then they come crashing down. And I just, I'm really determined. I don't want that to be this way for us. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.